MSW Media. Thanks to CB Distillery for supporting the Daily Beans. CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. No fluff, no fillers, just pure, effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. Visit CBDistillery.com and use code DAILYBEANS for 20% off. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. Today, Nikki Haley is set to make an announcement about the presidential race today at noon Eastern. Donald Trump opts against a Supreme Court appeal for immunity against civil January 6th cases. The Alabama Supreme Court rules that frozen embryos are children. High-profile Republicans head for the exit amid party dysfunction. The bodies of a Tennessee cop and the woman he detained have been recovered. Governor Evers signs new Wisconsin maps into law. Neo-Nazis marching in Nashville leave after being challenged. And John Oliver offers Clarence Thomas a $2 million motor coach and a million dollars a year to resign. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. Hey, Dana. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you. How was the beginning of your week? Oh, yeah. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I was like... Well, it's a holiday. It's going to be a nice, chill day. No news. No nope. nothing. No, no, nope. never are we so lucky. Or maybe we are so lucky uh, because we got some good news stories in here today. And of course, yeah. we have listeners submitted good news that we'll read at the end. But there's also some not so good news out of Alabama. We'll talk about that. Uh, hey, Columbus, Ohio, I am coming your way for a live stage performance, I guess, of the Daily Beans. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern. It's at Natalie's Music Hall. That's Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Patrons of this program, there are still a few VIP meet and greet tickets and premium seats left. They're available to you now. You get pre-sale dibs because you're patrons. If you want to become a patron, you can do that at patreon.com slash wrote. Grab them before tickets go on sale to the public tomorrow. Dana, do you have any shows coming up? I do. I do. I'm going to be in Bend, Oregon on March 8th. If you're in Central Oregon, please head on over to Bend. It's going to be beautiful. It's a Friday night. You can get tickets on my website at danagoldberg.com. And I got a few galas in between the next date, but on April 12th, I'll be in Fort Lauderdale. So if you're anywhere near Fort Lauderdale, Florida, or take the drive in, I'll be at the Sunshine Cathedral. It's a beautiful, beautiful venue. Again, you can get tickets on my website at danagoldberg.com. So please come see me live. Go to one of the galas in between. But these are my long shows. So at the galas, it, and I know some of the Beans listeners go to those. I usually only do about a five to seven minute set. And uh, when I tell you I'm doing my long show, it's an hour, hour and 15. So that's why you want to come to Bend, Oregon or ah, Fort Lauderdale. You can yeah. stretch your legs and do chunks. That's right. Just, you know, your tight five. That's right. Ooh, ooh, ooh lingo from the the old days. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we have uh, a lot of news to get to, but we have some quick hits first. And to make a long story short, too late. All right, a Republican presidential candidate, Nikki Haley, is going to give a speech today at noon Eastern about the state of the presidential race. Uh, I hope she doesn't drop out. Like, why would she? I mean... (laughs) Why would she drop out before the convention? He could There's be convicted. no reason. There's no reason for her to. 
she's got money behind her. Did Trump offer her a job as CEO of True Social? Like, I'm I'm only half kidding. Like, what? How did he? If this is a dropout announcement, how did he get her to do it? If this is a VIP announcement, I'm going to be even more pissed. Like a a, v, a VP announcement for him. Oh yeah, no, I, she I has said it, absolutely not. She well, said absolutely. She's not. also called him a lot of things, and she's going to endorse. Ugh, I just can't with these people. I can't. Well, we'll see. Maybe she's going to say something like, "He he's he's going on trial March 25th." I'm staying in. Come true. on, South Carolina. I don't know, but she could say that anytime. Why does she need a special announcement? I don't know. Yes, uh, it's true. Can she announce a running mate or do you only do that if you get the nomination? You only do that after the nomination. I mean, you can do it anytime, I guess. There's no law against it, but right. uh, it's usually huh. just after the convention. We'll, we'll find know. out. Yeah, we we'll will find soon. out. <laughs> As we both say things at the exact same time. This one's from <laughs> NBC. Lawsuit seeking to hold Donald Trump personally accountable for his role in January 6th attack on the Capitol. They can move forward after the former president chose not to take his broad immunity claim to the Supreme Court. Trump had a Thursday deadline to file a petition at the Supreme Court contesting an appeals court decision from December that rejected his immunity arguments. But he didn't do it. Yeah, but he did file an application for a stay with the Supreme Court on his immunity claims for his criminal prosecution. And we mm-hmm. could get that ruling as early as today. Yes, please. It, you may have it right now. And we don't know it because it's still Monday for us as we record this. Uh, fingers crossed they deny the stay so that the D.C. trial can move forward. You can check out my uh, <laughs> my super cool, very hip. I'm very uh, I'm very with the times uh, mock. Supreme Court ruling on the yeah. stay application on post because that's what I do on Friday nights. Love it. Oh, it's me again. Hi, everybody. Uh, sorry, AG. <laughs> the Wisconsin Democratic Governor Tony Evers on Monday signed into law new maps that will shift the balance of power in a state legislature that has been dominated by Republicans for more than a decade. This is a big deal. And they're going to ungerrymander the state of Wisconsin. Go Wisconsin Dems. Go Janet Protasiewicz. Mm -hmm. All right. From Rolling Stone, John Oliver is offering Clarence Thomas a million dollars a year and a luxury motor coach to resign his post on the Supreme Court. The wild and Oliver claims somehow legal offer was made at the end of the 11th season premiere of last week tonight, the long running HBO comedy series, which is gold if you do not watch it. So good. The writers on that show are outstanding. So is John Oliver. Oliver spent much of the show lampooning the corruption of the Supreme Court. Investigations over recent months, in particular painstaking reporting by ProPublica, have revealed that conservative justices are living high on the hog thanks to the patronage of right-wing billionaires, many of whom have interest in the cases that come before the nation's highest court, and one of whom connect, collects Nazi paraphernalia. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Those are the quick hits. It is time for the Hot Notes. Hot notes. All right, first up from Josh Moon at the Alabama Political Reporter. In a controversial opinion that could end the practice of in vitro fertilization in the state, the Alabama Supreme Court Friday declared that frozen embryos are children entitled to the same legal rights as other unborn children. This is insane. We knew they would come after IVF after they came after Roe, and here they are. The opinion was issued in a case involving the accidental destruction of several embryos at a mobile fertility clinic. Uh, oh, mobile. Okay. 
Mobile, Alabama, not like not mobile. For, it comes like, to your not house. It's a fertility <laughs> clinic with wheels that's like, hey, do you have any eggs to donate? <laughs> it's like the ice cream truck. It's playing songs. Helter Skelter down the street. <laughs> you run down the street. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is We're a mess. Not a laughing matter. Seriously, this is actually really fucked up. The Center for Reproductive Medicine, when a wandering patient entered the area where they were stored, the embryos and dropped several containers. Three couples whose embryos were destroyed sued the center, but a circuit judge threw out the lawsuit because the embryos were not covered under Alabama's wrongful death of a minor act. The cryopreserved in vitro embryos involved in this case do not fit within the definition of a person. That's what the trial court ruled in dismissing the cases. As such, there were no claims remaining aside from a breach of contract for the plaintiffs to make. The court couldn't award damages for wrongful death, and Alabama law prohibits the recovery of damages from a third party who hasn't suffered a physical injury. However, writing for the court's majority, Justice J. Mitchell reversed the lower court, opened up several new and creative avenues for future lawsuits, and likely made IVF treatments in Alabama unaffordable. Writing in a concurring opinion, ALSC, Alabama Supreme Court Chief Justice Tom Parker, turned the opinion into a citation of biblical scripture. Gross. Wait till you hear it. Quote, when the people of Alabama adopted the sanctity of life provision of the state constitution, they did not use the term inviolability with its secular connotations, but rather they chose the term sanctity with all of its connotations. This kind of acceptance is not foreign to our constitution, which is in, in its preamble invokes the favor and guidance of almighty God. Oh, good Lord and which declares that all men are endowed with life by their creator. Really? All men? The Alabama Constitution's recognition that human life is an endowment from God emphasizes a foundational principle of English common law, which has been expressly incorporated as part of the law of Alabama. Parker then went on to cite two overtly Christian texts, Theology Today and Manhattan Declaration, The Call of Christian Conscience, to help define the phrase sanctity of life and argue that life begins at conception because all human beings bear God's image from the moment of conception. From there, Parker went on to quote the Bible and another theological text that explained, in his words, the significance of man's creation in God's image. Justice Greg Cook, the court's lone dissenter, avoided the biblical arguments and instead focused on the laws as written, noting that nothing in the Wrongful Death Act or Alabama law has defined an embryo as a child. Such a definition would be necessary to reach the court's opinion, and it would need to be reached with legal arguments, not biblical ones. Additionally, Cook wrote that the decision would have a chilling effect on the IVF process in Alabama. Quote, there are other significant reasons to be concerned about the main opinions holding. No court anywhere in the country has reached the conclusion the main opinion reaches, and the main opinion's holding almost certainly ends the creation of frozen embryos through in vitro fertilization in Alabama. What the fuck year is it? And what? I'm, this isn't the judge. This is me now. And what happened to the separation of church and state? There I, is, there's zero in this case. Zero. I, I hope somebody sues. I hope someone sues too. And I'll tell you right now, you know, there's a lot of gay and lesbian couples that use IVF. If you've got frozen embryos, start deducting them. Deduct them on your taxes. If they're saying these are actually children... Like these are, it, 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 let them be dependents. This is absurd. The whole thing's absurd. It is. Okay. This one is from ABC 7 Eyewitness News. The body of a Tennessee deputy 
was found Thursday after he went missing following his first ever arrest. His patrol vehicle and the body of the woman he arrested were also recovered from a river. This is all from authorities. Meigs County Deputy Robert R.J. Leonard's remains were being taken to a medical examiner's office. Leonard's vehicle was pulled from the Tennessee River earlier on Thursday in an area on the border of Meigs and Hamilton counties. A body believed to be that of the female arrestee has been recovered from the back seat of the vehicle. That's according to Hamilton County Sheriff Austin Garrett. Quote, we always hope that it's a rescue, so we always hold out that hope. But we also have to face the facts that are in front of us. This is what Garrett said in a press briefing on Thursday afternoon. He said we won't lose hope that we could still recover him. Authorities are working to confirm the identity of the person recovered from the back seat, though believe it to be the arrestee, according to Meigs County District Attorney Russell Johnson. Leonard has responded to a report of a man and a woman fighting on a bridge shortly before 10 p.m. local time Wednesday and had taken the woman into custody, according to Johnson. He was driving to the county jail when the sheriff's office lost communication with him and he failed to respond to a status check. Again, this is all from Johnson. One of the deputy's last communications was a text to his wife that said, all it said was arrest. Quote, my wife texted back and said, that's good or that's great. That's what Garrett said in a, a, a press briefing earlier on Thursday and went on to say, we know that his phone did not eventually receive that text. And earlier the same time, Leonard also made a radio communication to ditch dispatch shortly after 10 p.m. Quote, dispatch couldn't tell what he was saying. This is from Johnson. We think he was saying water. The search led authorities to a landing near the bridge at the Tennessee River. Again, this is from Johnson. Quote, they triangulated the last position of his phone and the Life 360 that his wife has attached to his phone, and it appears that they're almost in the same location. A vehicle was located Thursday morning in the river. It was upside down and the wheels were up, uh, filled with mud, and the driver's side window was down. This is again from Johnson. The license plate confirmed it to be Leonard's patrol car. Officials said the landing can be treacherous, especially for those not used um, from the rural area. A woman went into the water at the same location several weeks ago and was rescued and survived. Multiple agencies will investigate how the vehicle ended up in the water. However, Johnson noted that the deputy, a native of New York, appeared to be texting and radioing while driving in a poorly lit area he was unfamiliar with. Hmm. Leonard lived in nearby Roan County with his wife and three children. Texting and radioing. So it appears that he arrested her, put her in the back of the car and was texting and radioing and it could have gone off the bridge. I mean, obviously we don't know it's speculation, but that's what it sounds like from the story. Hmm. Awful. Absolutely awful. All right, next up, from Tavlene Tarrant of NBC, a small group of neo-Nazis marched in downtown Nashville, Tennessee on Saturday, drawing a few vocal opponents and ultimately leaving following a challenge, police said. The demonstrators, all men, wore red long-sleeved t-shirts and black pants, and some carried black Nazi flags, according to verified social media video from the scene. Quote, neo-Nazi demonstrators carried flags with swastikas, walked around the Capitol and parts of downtown Saturday afternoon. That's Nashville police in a statement. No arrests were reported, but the group left in a U-Haul box truck that ultimately exited Greater Nashville, indicating the demonstrators may have been from out of town. Quote, some persons on Broadway challenged the group, most of whom were wearing face coverings. The group headed to a U-Haul box truck, got in and departed. 
Marcher's red shirts included the words Blood Tribe, which is a white supremacist membership organization founded in earnest in 2021 by former Marine Christopher Polhouse. And that's according to the Anti-Defamation League. The men uh, only organization eschews softer optics in favor of loud, showy demonstrations and hardline stances on its notion of white superiority. The group, which the ADL says emphasizes physical fitness and a warlike mentality, has focused mostly on disrupting events oriented toward the LGBTQ plus community, such as drag queen story hour readings for children. We've seen these guys. Yep. Quote, these groups once relegated to the dark corners now feel empowered to spew their noxious ideology out in the open due to our state's leadership refusing to condemn their speech and actions. That is State Representative Afton Bain. I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. Um, A Democrat from Nashville on Twitter. State Rep. Justin Jones, Democrat from Nashville, a reinstated member of the Tennessee Three group of lawmakers removed by Republicans for protesting gun violence on the House floor last year, blamed Republican legislators for alleged hate speech that he said appeals to neo-Nazis. Quote, this is exactly what my Republican colleagues hate speech is fostering and inviting, he said on Twitter. Representatives of the legislature's two Republican caucuses didn't immediately respond to requests for comment. Hmm. Governor Bill Lee, a Republican, condemned the group in a statement on Twitter. Nazism and anti-Semitism should never be tolerated in any form, he said. As Jewish people around the world continue to face persecution, Tennessee remains unwavering in our support, he said. Videos showed a counter-demonstrator following the men along a downtown street not far from the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum, challenging the participants to show their faces. His video captured the march and his reaction. Cowards, the man chanted, adding some expletives. He was actually calling them fucking cowards. Remove your masks, Mm -hmm. you fucking cowards. And the cowards piled into their U-Haul and hauled ass out of town. Tell you those fuckers are giving lesbians a bad name. It's not all lesbians that have the U-Hauls, just so you know. (laughs) I was like, what's the connection? Oh, they know. Just come on. You can edit that one out if you want. I don't care. All right. (laughs) This one is... (laughs) This story's from CNN. Not all of them are going to hit. This story's from CNN. House Republicans were shocked, shocked by some of the recent high-profile retirements announced by their colleagues, which have included powerful committee chairs and rising stars inside the GOP that are apparently now falling stars. Falling stars. (laughs) But given the miserable state of affairs inside the House right now, they also weren't exactly surprised. Quote, they've signed up to do serious things. And we're not doing serious things. That's from Rep. Ken Buck of Colorado, a conservative who is retiring after bucking his party on several key issues. Good job, Republican Buck. Rep. Buck, bucking the issues. Rep. Don Bacon. Uh, nope. Yep. Bacon. <laughs> wow, I thought I just read that last name. <laughs> Rep. Don Bacon of Nebraska is a moderate who represents a key swing seat, pointing to his party's struggle to govern as driving the departures. Quote, when you're divided in your own conference, the joy of the job is harder. This is what Bacon told CNN. He went on to say, when you have folks on your own team with their knives out, it makes it less enjoyable. We've got Rep. Carlos Jimenez of Florida, an ally of deposed former Speaker Kevin McCarthy, said this is not how he or many of his colleagues imagine life in the majority. Saying, quote, I thought that some of our members would be smarter. Oh, Shit. Carlos. I know. You. I don't know why you thought that. Yep. And said a lot of uh, a lot of us are frustrated with what's going on. And that's just being flat out honest. Again, this is from Jimenez. This is what he told CNN. It's foolish. 
It's been proven to be foolish. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. The caliber and timing of some of the retirements has raised alarm bells, particularly those who are giving up coveted committee gavels and some work their whole career to achieve. Energy and Commerce Chair Kathy McMorris Rogers of Washington is not even term limited yet in her plum post, while China Select Committee Chair Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin, a 39-year-old, was once seen as the future of the party, recently announced he was leaving Congress after facing intense blowback for voting against impeaching Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas. On the Energy and Commerce Committee alone, a highly sought-after assignment, by the way, there are eight Republicans who are retiring. Oh, my God. Yep. Quote, those are big losses for us. This is from Rep. Greg Pence of Indiana, who is among the members of the panel hanging up his voting card. He says it's alarming, especially for the institutional knowledge. So that's a big deal. The wave of retirements is rattling some of Republicans who are choosing to stick around and fueling concern about a potential brain drain as more senior members decide to leave and take their wealth of institutional knowledge with them. So apparently everyone's about to get dumber is what this sounds like. Quote, you get this panic and and anxiety like, okay, who's going to step up? Is this a normal thing that happens every few years or is it actually abnormal? This is from Rep. August Fluger of Texas. He said, so yeah, I'm worried about it. Underneath the chaos, there's also growing anxiety about the chances of the House GOP holding on to the majority in November, thank God, which was further compounded by Republicans losing that special election in New York that George Santos used to sit. Mm -hmm. That was a couple weeks ago. It was a beautiful thing. Quote, we have a three-vote majority. And you know, some of our majority maker seats are tougher with former President Donald Trump than there's other places where it works. This is from Kelly Armstrong of North Dakota, who is leaving Congress to run for governor. So that's why they're leaving, saying it's going to be a nail biter and we should all be ready for it. Meanwhile, there's also some private wariness among the Republicans as Trump marches his way. Unfortunately, I don't know if he's marching. I think it's more of a slow (laughs) saunter in a golf cart toward his way toward the GOP presidential nomination. And they face pressure to fall in line with that. Quote, some of them say, I don't want to have to endorse him. I don't want to have to serve under him. One GOP lawmaker told that to CNN when asked about the retirements. He said, that's something else that's weighing in a lot of these private conversations I'm having. That is a lot of truth. And I wish people were saying that more out loud. Like, we're fucking leaving because it looks like he's going to be the presidential nominee for Republicans. Yep. Yep. That would be great if they would uh, not say those things privately. Uh Uh-huh. And said them publicly. Yeah, All don't right. write a book about it in two years. Just fucking say it now and save our democracy, please. Please, yes, please say it now. All right, we have some good news to get to, but we have to take a quick break. Everybody stick around. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's AG. Are you weary from sifting through a collection of health remedies that don't ever deliver? Like... Like many, I've navigated through sleepless nights, enduring discomfort, relentless stress, all in search of relief. And my turning point came with CB Distillery. They're uh, all about top-notch clean ingredients. And honestly, now I feel so much better. I love the clean ingredients. CB Distillery is serious about making stuff that works, creating CBD solutions that offer real tangible benefits. Tons of people, myself included, are seeing big improvements in how relaxed we feel, how well we handle pain, how good our sleep is. Uh, If you're on the lookout for something that truly makes a difference, CB Distillery is worth a shot. 
Embarking on a journey with CB Distillery has reshaped my wellness landscape completely. Their emphasis on pure, potent CBD products has redefined my self-care routine, distinguishing themselves through their dedication to quality and clean ingredients. It's not just me seeing the benefits. 81% report a significant increase in calmness and an impressive 90% of users reported sleeping better. The genuine quality and positive results truly set CB Distillery apart in the market. It has transcended being merely a CBD product for me. It's become an essential element of my daily health regimen. So if you're looking for a solution, try CB Distillery today. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source I trust. I have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code DAILYBEANS for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code DAILYBEANS. Again, cbdistillery.com. Code Daily Beans. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good Who news. Likes good news, everyone. Then good news, everyone. Good news, good news. And if you have any good news, confessions, corrections, you want to play what the mutt, find the cat, opine on the bovine, what the heck wine. Cat me if you can. What the hell is in that shell? What's the model of your oxalata? What the fark is in your ark? Any guess the animal game you want to play, send it to us. And if you don't have pod pet tax, you can send us an adoptable pet in your area. If you have a shout out to a loved one or a self shout out, we would love to hear that. A shout out to a small business in your area that could use some support or your small business. Want to hear about that too. If you have a dissertation or thesis title or a awesome story about some great care you received at the, at the VA, I want to hear about that. Uh, we also love your student debt relief stories. Those are incredible. They're life-changing for so many of the Leguminati, everybody, the people who listen to this show. It's truly amazing. If you have whoopee stories, blankie stories, stuffed animal stories, frog orgies, baby pictures, whatever you feel like sending in, you can send to us at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. First up, retired volleyball mom. That is the coolest job title ever, by the way. Yeah. I was listening to the good news about the Women's Pro Hockey League, and I wanted to give a shout out to the newly formed Women's Pro Volleyball League, the Pro Volleyball Federation. This is the first of at least two pro volleyball leagues starting this year, and matches are streaming on the Pro Volleyball Federation YouTube channel. The league has teams in Omaha, Las Vegas, Orlando, Atlanta, Columbus, Grand Rapids, and San Diego. They're wrapping up week four of their schedule with matches scheduled through mid-May. The other league, League One Volleyball, will start up in November of this year. This is the first time these athletes have been able to play at the pro level in the United States after finishing their collegiate careers. Many top-level players are coming back to the U.S. to play. The games are fun to watch, they're fast-paced, and the level of athleticism is phenomenal. Attendance and streaming matters to these startup efforts to keep growing the league. So go see a game if you can. And if not, catch one or more on YouTube. Nice. Excellent. Thank you, retired volleyball mom. I definitely will check this out. I love volleyball. I love watching volleyball. I love playing volleyball. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch these. Fantastic. All right. This one's from Anonymous, pronouns she and her. I want to give a shout out to my best pupper, Tucker, who has listened to every episode with me. This was his face during the 219 discussion of Tucker Carlson being a dipshit in Russia while he was being an adorable under-the-desk gremlin. Love the show. Hi, Tucker. Hello, Tucker. Cute. And speaking of Tucker, uh, this one's anonymous. Thank you to everyone who helped out with the pronunciation of A-L-D-I. Aldi? 
grocery stores and pointed out that they do the shopping cart quarter return thing. (laughs) They do that so employees don't have to round up carts. It's about efficiency. Probably the same reason that store in Moscow does it. Thank you for that. Very, very good point. Speaking of Tucker, excellent segue to the producers there. Uh huh. Next up from Adrian, pronoun she and her. Just a quick mishearing. I was today years old when I realized that Dana hosts fundraising events for Lambda Legal, not Land of Legal. <laughs> <laughs> but I will never stop listening at 1.25 speed. I have too much content to get through. Okay. And I read that fast. Just so I was that- like, yeah, you're going to mess that listener up. She's <laughs> like, wow, it got really fast. And next up from Scott, pronouns he and him. I couldn't resist sharing how my 12-year-old son brought me to tears this morning. I have a really long diatribe that I give to my wife and kids each morning to start their day. It started simply enough with telling them to be smart, be strong, and be brave. I wanted those words to echo in their heads when they encountered the world. Over the past couple of years, though, more phrases have gotten added one by one. Scott, I know what you mean. (laughs) So many, in fact, that it's tough to get through them in one breath. I'm the only one in the house working today, but before I walked into the home office, my son said the whole thing to me. That tradition and those words are important to him, and I love that. Y'all, he's listening. So parents out there, it doesn't always if it doesn't always feel like they're listening, but they hear you. They do. Keep up the good work. For pod pet tax, I'm yet to hear anyone share an oxalotl. So here's Kirby. He's just a few weeks old, but so far he's pretty cool. Have it's pretty cool having him in the house. This is a bunch, but I also wanted to share with you too that I'm not kidding about being too long for one breath. The whole thing is be smart, be strong, be brave, be fast. Don't stink. Don't be loud. Don't say stupid to your friends. Don't hit or kick. Drive too fast. Take lots of unnecessary chances. Big hug for the day. Go get them. Make good decisions. Do something nice for yourself and for somebody else. Spots on, claws out, tighten up, and GBO. Be curious, not judgmental. Leave a little sparkle everywhere you go. Remember that no means no the first time and shoulders down. That's cute. And take everyone you know with you. Yeah, I know, right? Like my dad and I had a little thing before I would go to bed. Sleep tight. Um, Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Bring me a skosh. And then he'd bring me a little bit of water in a Dixie cup. Then he would grab a starburst out of the air and give it to me. And then I'd say, I love you. And he'd say, I love you. Oh, that's very sweet. Little routine. I love that you remember that. I mean, how could you not? But it's still lovely. Okay, this is from Andy, pronoun she and her. Thank you so much for sharing your take on daily news. I love, love, love news with swearing. You gals are the best. The bad news is I live in a bright red, like plus 33 Republican, part of Pennsylvania, but we're working on it. Election denier Trump bootlicker and January 6th insurrectionist, insurrectionist Doug Mastriano is my state senator. My good news is that my best friend and I just successfully canvassed and collected signatures for a Democratic candidate to run against MAGA candidate Doug Mastriano. Our dear friend and all-around great civics teacher, Cameron Troy, has gotten enough signatures to run against Doug. We know it's an uphill battle, but we plan on working our butts off for him. Hey, don't don't count this person out, Cameron Troy. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It could happen. More good news to celebrate collecting all those signatures. We'll be treating ourselves to see John Fugelsang at the Church of Satire in Hanover, Pennsylvania next Sunday. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. As pod pet tax and my submission for best accidental use of a camera burst function. Here are pics of my very good boy and camera ham jester. I still laugh every time I remember the day we took these and still don't know how this happened. 
<laughs> Cam Ham. We'll also have a link to Cameron's site in the show notes. Oh my by the god, way. this picture that just keeps getting zoomed in, zoomed in, <laughs> zoomed in is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the smile is fantastic. Oh my god. All let, me, right. let me take this short one and you're going to close this out because we have an amazing rant. So, All right. Sounds good. This one's from That Mule and Me. No pronouns given. I'd like to introduce you to Topper, a.k.a. Meatball. We gave him an FBI cap and the next thing you know, he had his own skiff. <laughs> Look That's at a really funny picture. Oh, oh, my God. There's top secret documents in there. Look at that. Love it. And one makes a Christmas tree. That's fantastic. Now, The Mule and Me, do you work for the... FBI. Looks like you might. All right. Finally, from Kat, pronoun she and her. This is an excerpt, by the way, from a longer submission. Uh, It says, Fonny, fuck yeah. Okay. My name is Kat, pronoun she and her. I'm a black female single mom who's currently serving as a senior officer in the army. I was a single mom for two decades. I have all the respect in the world for Fonny Willis. Kat, thank you for your service. Kat goes on to say, There's nothing more lonely than being a successful black woman, and we deserve love and to be loved. Hell yeah. I am so sick of the sexualized black female vixen trope that I just want to get a stick and beat it the hell out of people. So she found a relationship with somebody she works with. What the hell does a man, particularly a white man, suffer any consequences for that? Are we in high school? Why do we care who's fucking whom? The only reason there's any concern about who she's fucking is because she's a black woman. I just want to wear a right to fuck shirt. And oh, yes, I have a right to fuck whomever I want to fuck whenever I want to fuck. I call it my fucking right or my fucking right. (laughs) I started to laugh when I heard that evil bitch try to claim that Fonnie Willis doesn't have any money in cash that she claimed to have. Let me set the record straight. Every black woman knows that a man is not a plan. Part of the reason a man is not a plan is because there are so few of them. We are taught by our fathers and the men around us to learn to depend on ourselves. It is because of racism, misogyny, and all kinds of problems we deal with as black women that we know we always have to have an escape route. Part of having that escape route is to have some cash. I always have a few hundred dollars in cash with me for whatever contingency pops up. That may not be common within other communities, but we should not be held to the standard of people of other communities because they don't have our experiences. For those who did not hear it right, that racist attorney was basically saying, you're not acting like a white woman, so therefore I don't believe you. It's so sick. That is actually a really poignant sentence right there. Thank you. Mm. Yes, I keep money in cash with me at my home. I'm a woman and her generation, and I was taught the exact same thing as a black woman. For example, as a mother of a young black man, my young black man has been arrested for no fucking reason at all. So I have to have cash on hand and available at all times just in case my son gets arrested by racist police. I fear all the time that he will be stopped and murdered for no reason. That's another story. Yes, there are many reasons why we have to create our own financial safety net. How we do it is not to be judged by privileged Karens. Fuck that bitch and the whole legal team. Woo! I don't know who you are, Kat, but I sure would love to meet you one day and sit and talk and say the word fuck as much as we want to. You sound, I'm so glad the submission came in. I think sometimes people are worried about sending in these like streams of consciousness and don't be afraid to do it. This is what this is for. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and this is, this is 
most of, of what she said. She, the oh, whole thing was incredible. Yeah. And and so thank you for this. Uh, it's such a good point to uh, this whole thing, the questioning by the white defending attorney, defense attorney. It is she's it's just cat. I mean, she nailed this. It's right on this. If you're not acting like a, the what I think a woman should act, you're doing something wrong. You're mm-hmm. lying on the stand. I mean, it's such a powerful statement. It really is. I mean, it's in, in, in not comparison, but think about like a male prosecutor or, yeah, uh, you know, uh, um, questioning a rape victim. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's these people that don't have the same experiences and there's so much judgment laced in their questioning and uh, superiority and privilege. It's just fucking gross. Kat, thank you for this submission. It also reminds me, I saw uh, an incredible, a brilliant TikToker bring up the point, the whole reason that the media is bringing up Biden's age over and over again isn't because they actually give a shit about Biden's age. They are scared because they are racist and misogynists about Kamala Harris. A hundred percent. I've said that on the Stephanie Miller show. They're just not saying that they're, that's the one quiet thing they're not saying out loud, but we know that's what it is. Yeah, some of and them they, are saying. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair, actually. But not on the media, not on the media yet, at least. Um, right. But thank you for this submission, Kat. Anybody, you have anything you want to send in? And now to include, and ha- it's always included, but if you have a rant, if you want to get something off your chest, send it in to us. Love it. I would love to hear it. Absolutely. I know Dana would too. All right. That is our show for today. I want to thank again, Representative Congressman Moskowitz for joining us yesterday on The Beans. That was a really thoughtful and great conversation. I had a good time talking to him. I hope he comes back on the show. Uh, do you have any final thoughts before we get out of here today? I do. It's just a quick one. We just passed the one year anniversary of Brittany Griner being released from yeah. Russia. And I just want to say after what we just saw happen in with Russia with, with Navalny, I just wanted to reiterate it is a fucking miracle that a black lesbian came home safely from Russia. And I'm so grateful she did. Yes. It's just, it, it can't, it, they're, they're, you, you can't be seen enough right now that it is shocking. I don't shocking. know how Biden did it. Yeah, I know. I don't know. And, and you know, I'm the other thing though is from what I understand, Brittany was smart enough when she was there, didn't say a word, did exactly what she was supposed to do. And right. it, from what I understand, and that was part of it, I understand that the 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 guy that you know we speculate was killed by Putin was leading the opposition against him. I mean, I understand there's reasons why he was killed if he was, but regardless, it could have easily gone horribly wrong. And I'm just so glad Brittany actually got to come home. Yeah, me too. Me too. And and you know, Navalny wanted to stay. He he returned. Yeah, so absolutely, a bit of a different situation, but. Um, it could have gone so, so badly. And so thanks to our administration, State Department, Biden administration for making sure that Brittany Griner got home safely. Great, excellent final thought, my friend. Thank I appreciate you. you and everybody. We will be back in your ears tomorrow. Maybe we'll have that Supreme Court ruling on the stay for immunity. That's such a, it's going to be a hit. I'm going to call Taylor Swift right now. Until then, please take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Take care of your family. Vote blue over Q, Texas. And take everyone you know with you. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the Beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. And the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. 
For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA as a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler... How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary... They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry... We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing in the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th, or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.